everybody, it's Colby and Clash here with the Appalash Podcast. It's live, Colby Live, on Saturdays at 6.30. Uh, so today we're giving away, since it's our inaugural inaugural episode, we're giving away uh, this uh, $15 iTunes gift card along with 20 other promo codes that I'm probably not going to be able to get through this entire episode without running out of people. But anyways... Let's get the show started off with talking about uh, iPhone and iPod Touch 3.0. Clash, when you first got it, what did you think of it? Well, first, since I have an iPod, I was pretty upset uh, with the fact that I would have to pay money for it. But once I got it and I started using it, I felt it was worth it. Um, I was satisfied uh, with the previous... OS, but I think this this one has features that are pretty useful. Yeah, like, I mean, when yeah. I got it, I just, it wasn't nothing groundbreaking to me. I mean, yeah, there was copy and paste and all that stuff, but it wasn't too impressive with me. Uh, the one thing that uh, kind of caught my attention, though, was the copy and paste. I... I'm a jailbreaker. I've jailbroken my iPhone. It's I've jailbroken 3.0. And I've been using jailbroken versions of the copy and paste function. And Apple's done a nice job using this global system they've got. But it's kind of annoying sometimes when I'm on the internet and I'm trying to copy text or just selecting text or flicking my finger. It's copying all these pictures and all this text and I have to exit it out. And it gets kind of annoying every every once in a while. Uh, how do you feel about the copy and paste feature? Well, yeah, it's one of the greatest features on this one. It was pretty useful, and I think it was it was the first thing they 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 talked about it when they were like thinking of releasing 3.0. Uh, I remember reading about this feature like a, a long time ago, and it works. I think it it works pretty good. Now, one thing I still have problems with is the shaking thing. I just... <laughs> because you, you shake to uh, undo typing, you shake to, like, shuffle songs. I think it, this is a feature that shouldn't be there. Yeah, um, the undo thing, I think, yeah, they could do something better than having you shake the device. Because, yeah, I'm typing... And I, I pivot my phone and it's like, oh, you want to undo? And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want to undo. Uh, another thing they've got going on is this voice memos app. Uh, what do you think of the voice memos? Yeah, well, yeah, it can be useful, but for me, it's totally useless because I don't have a microphone. On the iPod. But, but at least, okay, it made me, me want to get a microphone to use it. Uh, I've never used it before, so uh, I don't know how it works. Have you used it? I've used it, and it's pretty simple, but what possessed Apple to go out there and upstage all of these developers that have been making voice recorder apps, and they're just going to go, we don't care about you anymore, we're going to make our own thing so that nobody will ever want your stuff anymore. That's... I that was yeah crazy. yeah it was I just couldn't believe they did that I was like are there tons of apps out there that already do this why are they doing this but you know it's pretty weird 
Now, the one thing I'd like to discuss is this $10 price tag on the 3.0 for iPod Touch users. Where okay. Yeah, it's... They make it almost 100% necessary to upgrade. I'm, all the apps start getting outdated for your device. So they're going to force you to pay this $10 to upgrade. Uh, I know you were one of the ones that had to upgrade. Now, what were your worries when you were going to pay that money to upgrade? Well, I kind of had to because of the apps. Um, um, people were saying that from now on, all the apps um, work better on, on the 3.0. So that was the main reason. Even like, okay, the, the new features, they were okay. I think it's a bonus, but the main reason why I paid the money was because of the apps. Now, Apple had done that before when they released the, the 2G iPod. So people that bought the the first generation iPod, they would ha they had to pay money for this update. And I have a friend; he has uh, the first generation iPod, and he was dying to play games on it. So if he hadn't updated, he wouldn't be able to play any games. Exactly. So yeah, it's like yeah, but I think it should be okay. You pay for apps. Um, it's like you're paying money to pay more money. It, it it's just like it should be. I think it should be free. I should I think it shouldn't cost money. And ten dollars, dude. That that's money. See, I mean, it's obviously kind of favoritism for the iPhone, cause I think AT and T's like, okay, if you don't have free updates for this phone, we're we're gonna have some problems here. Uh, uh -huh. Because I mean, the iPod Touch does retail for more than the iPhone. That's the only reason the iPhone retails less is because of the expensive service package. And uh, so. If it were up to me, and of course I'm not running Apple, but I would say, why are we trying to just scrounge another million dollars off of this already successful device? Because I guarantee every time they throw out an update, they make at least a million dollars. Yeah, the iPhone service plan yeah. is a little bit ridiculous, i got to admit. Okay, well, one other thing they added, now I, I know this is not really going to, but they added the uh, new camera function, or the new camera application. I mm -hmm. I like actually quite a lot. It's a lot faster, and it has this little viewer at the bottom that lets you see the last picture you took. You took, so you can tell if it's good or not. And it's this camera is way faster, and it uh, has a lot better stable stabilization. So uh, it's one plus for the 3.0. Another plus for the 3.0 is the push notification that hasn't really seen that much light like I was expecting. I was expecting all these developers to go out and push notification all this stuff. The only apps that I know of that have seen it so far are Beejive and uh, AIM. It's the only two apps I've seen actually take advantage of it yet. I was hoping the Skype app was going to do it because that's the only IM client I use. Um... One thing we still haven't seen on the iPhone is the uh, ability to change your boring black background to something else. That's one of the reasons I joke. Yeah. I'm tired of seeing that boring black background the entire time. Why won't they just let us put a picture back there? Is that so hard? Is that really so hard for them to just let us stick our favorite picture but for that, that black background? Um... Yeah, and uh, the 3GS. We're going to talk about the 3GS. Video camera capabilities, YouTube posting. It's a good phone. They say that it is uh, five times faster than the Palm Pre. 
uh, three times faster than the iPhone 3G. So it's definitely the S stands for speed. The S is definitely correct. Um, I haven't upgraded to it yet. I'm probably going to stick with the 3G until my plan runs out in 2010. But yeah, the video capabilities, I've heard some good things. I've seen some good things on YouTube. Uh, people uploading their videos. It shoots in, uh, it shoots in uh, the iPhone's regular view. And it shoots in landscape. So, portrait and landscape. Some other things it does is it's got... Screen was, it, uh... It's actually oil resistant. That's a major problem with these touch phones because you get your finger gump all over the screen, and I'm constantly cleaning it with Windex or my little my little uh, cloth that came with the phone because it gets pretty messy. And uh, this oil resistant screen could help a lot. Uh, this portion of the show, if you have Skype uh, and you'd like to call in to talk about your experience with experiences with 3.0 or uh, stuff relating to it you can message computerwiz720 and we will add you to the call when we're ready alright so Clash anything else you'd like to talk with 3.0? yeah um, what about the new Twitter apps? we yeah. have two major big ones Twitter Later Pro which uses lots of features uh, like uh, you can like text and uh, you can look in Twitter video and voice and you have this one is this one is paid Twitter later is uh, let me check here how much but we also have the tweet deck which is the one I'm using right now and I I love it it's I used to use a uh, tweet font or something but yeah, tweet deck is my choice right now yeah yeah okay, Twitter I like tweet deck it's free but uh, there's a couple uh -huh. little bugs with it that I have to pick out here Okay, TwitPic. If you want to post a tw uh, picture through TwitPic, you'll already have something written. It'll be like, oh, check this out. And then when you click TwitPic and you want to put your picture up, it erases everything you've said. So, it kind of annoys me. So, I kind of prefer Tweety a little bit more. The reason I like mm -hmm. this is its little user interface. They've both got things that make them unique. But the user interface on uh, TweetDeck is way better than Tweety. Um, so they both got those little things. As far as Twit, TwitFon or whatever, TwitterFon. Yeah, TweetFon, TwitterFon was was free. I don't know. I think I'm resisting paying money for a Twitter application, and this Twitterlater Pro is five dollars. So uh, I'm gonna stick with a with a Tweet Deck for now. Tweety, Tweety. Yeah, and I can't use any other. You're gonna pay five dollars. You're gonna get Tweety. Yeah, Tweety is. Yeah, Tweety is uh, is way less expensive. I think it's uh, two ninety nine. Let me check here. Tweety's two ninety nine. I bought it for four ninety nine back in the day, November. Uh -huh. Yeah, the podcast yeah. Uh, is gonna be available. We are creating a uh, RSS feed that you can subscribe to on iTunes. I'm gonna have that up on the YouTube channel. Did you come from the YouTube channel? Because I'm gonna put the information up on the YouTube channel. Uh, uh, youtube.com slash cce production zero you go there you can i'm gonna put some information up so yeah and you can download this podcast with as with as well as future episodes we're going to be doing all right so uh yeah as far as the twitter apps go i'm going to give the tweet deck like an eight out of ten because they both got things tweeties tweety for posting tweets is the best but for viewing tweets 
Tweet Deck is the best. So they both give and take on. I've been using Tweet Deck on my computer for a while now. I, I got the computer app. The, um, yeah, and I was pretty like satisfied when, when they decided to release a, uh, an I, iPhone app. And it's working, I don't know. And I just don't get tweet, uh, this tweet later thing because I'm not going to be able to use any of the new functions. I can't. I don't have a microphone. And yeah, Tweety is two ninety nine. Yeah, Tweety is. Uh, I think Tweety is going to be my pick. Uh, I like TweetDeck for viewing it, but as far as posting, Tweety is just unstoppable. Um, all right, now now we're going to talk about some jailbreak stuff. Uh, the dev team released a new uh, source adder called Icy, and uh, I don't think it's going to take out Cydia completely. But it's got a nice interface. Uh, so, yeah. Um, if you want to add stuff like... Uh, it doesn't accept all sources. Which is, you know, probably just... They're trying to create something that's alternate to Cydia. But it's pretty cool. It's got a nice interface. I like it. Um, as far as I, I have to jailbreak my iPod soon. Cause... Yeah. As far as jailbreaking goes... Uh, it's still not confirmed as to how they're going to jailbreak the 3GS, but a 3.0 has been confirmed to be jailbreakable, and I've jailbroken it. And it runs slower. It's not quite as fast as when you're just running 3.0, because I ran 3.0 for two days, and it's a lot faster than it is now. So you got to give or take for these uh, jailbreaks. So Another thing that they've added that I still haven't seen a lot out of, is uh, the map feature. I heard Garmin was going to do something with this map feature because right now iPhone does not have turn-by-turn -turn directions and uh, they said at the Macworld conference we're not going to develop any turn-by-turn -turn applications we're gonna let the developers do that so uh, I'm pretty sure Garmin's going to do it, maybe TomTom, so they're all going to get out there and create their little apps that are probably gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, and going back to the uh, 3.0 thing, just a second here, what's the situation in MMS? Oh yeah, AT&T, they, uh, Apple released 3.0, it was a legitimate deal here. Okay, we're gonna release 3.0, you're gonna have MMS ready. What happened? AT&T, no MMS is ready. So, iPhone users will not be able to send multimedia message or multimedia messages or tether your devices until AT&T releases them later this summer and you can bet there's gonna be a big price tag on it there are some hacks out there you can download uh, I'll include them in the description for this podcast URL when we post it up where you can actually enable MMS and tethering right now it creates a carrier update and it'll let you tether and it'll let you post MMS so that's pretty cool I haven't tried it yet. I'm kind of scared because it's not 100% confirmed that they're not going to try and charge you for it. Uh -huh. So I'm not going to try it. I'm going to use my jailbreak tethering and some of my alternate MMS apps until uh, I can see exactly what's going on. Yeah, one other thing that I liked was now you can have like multiple accounts, uh, multiple iTunes account, iTunes accounts on your, on, your, on your iPhone or iPod. Because I have two basic accounts. I have one for Brazil and one for the United States. Yeah. And whenever I had to switch between these accounts, I had to plug 
the iPod on my computer and like go to iTunes on the computer and change the account there. But now uh, all I have to do is go to settings and I can change the account right into the iPod, which I thought is yeah that was pretty cool. That was pretty. It has been pretty useful for me. Yeah. All right, let's talk uh, geocaching here for a second. Uh, now, if you don't know what geocaching is, it's uh, an online treasure hunt where people hide boxes somewhere randomly in the woods or in their neighborhood or whatever. And they post the GPS coordinates online, and they'll say, you can find it, blah, 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 take something, leave something in it. Um, well, uh, Groundspeak, the company that made the website, released an iPhone application for geocaching that works on 3.0 and uh, I had the original 1.0 version that ran on 2.1 2.2.1 and uh, it uh, was worse than this but I was expecting a lot better I'm wanting features that allow you to post the geocaches coordinates right from your phone because uh, I like to hide them and find them and when I hide them I'd like the ability to post the coordinates right there, or at least find the coordinates. That's another problem. I'm out there, and it has no thing that tells me my exact GPS coordinates, so I'm sitting there alone in the dark. Not So I have to use an actual handheld GPS to find my coordinates, because the stupid... I mean, I know there's apps out there that tell you, but I'm too lazy to get those. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, Clash, you with the iPod Touch not having the GPS capability. Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> um, nah, but when it comes to geocaching, uh, it's useless, because... Well, I mean, it does have the uh, Wi-Fi, but... Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, uh, the Apple released the, for the iPod the new Stocks, where it, uh, the new Stocks application. It has this little two-window viewing thing, because it used to be you'd have to click it, and then it would take you to another page that showed you the stocks. Well, not anymore. Now, they have a one solid page that shows you its highs, lows, volume. It shows you the graph. And it shows you some interesting news about the stocks and stuff. Pretty cool. That one's hosted by Yahoo. The weather apps remain the same in 3.0 for the most uh -huh. part. I'd like to see some improvement in the weather app. It doesn't give us any forecasting maps. It just says it's going to rain, it's going to be sunny, and the temperature. I mean, I know the Weather Channel app and Weatherbug and those kind of apps like that kind of make up for it. But still, you know, people who are first buying the phone, it'd be kind of nice to have a decent weather client. And that's not happened yet. Okay, let's talk about the App Store. When I first downloaded 3.0 I noticed some changes in the App Store that have uh, been revoked since it seems okay so you have your little tabs at the bottom featured categories top 25 search and what it was it said more where updates used to be uh, that happened for about a day because after that they switched it back to updates they had a redeem feature that was in the more tab so you could redeem uh, codes and stuff, but they've seemed to taken that away. They've seemed to take that away. Uh, I'm not really sure what their th thought process was behind that, but I kind of liked it. I guess some people complained about it, saying, "Okay, my updates are gone, and I have to go into this tab to get my updates." 
But I'd kind of like to have the redeem feature so that I don't have to open up the iTunes application and then get it and all that stuff. Uh, where did I get the promo codes? I got them from a sponsor of Applash, GP Apps. Uh, you can go to Applash.com, click on Sponsors, and check out his page. He's got some other cool apps on there if you might want to check out. Alright, let's talk about the springboard. I've noticed some changes on the springboard, too. Uh, not just the search feature, where you get to this, the finding glass and uh, use a search. I've also seen that the springboard is a lot more accurate with your touches. When you when you swipe across, it's going to work a lot better. It's a lot smoother. And I always notice, notice that when the updates come out. I'm like, wow, the springboard is a lot lighter this time. And yeah, Apple's figuring out the touch capabilities a lot better. I used iPhone first generation running 1.0 software, and I can tell you, it's gone a long way since then. Not just the applications and all that stuff, but just using the device and stuff. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah, the landscape keyboard. Now, that was one of the things I was winning the most because it's really, yeah. it gets life really easier. But I had the impression that I would be able to use it with any app I wanted, especially Skype. And it's it, it doesn't work on every single app, uh, app but yeah. at least they, yeah, you can use it on. Uh, Okay, it was only available on, on on Safari, but now it's like uh, the no uh, the notes thing. It yeah, notes, mail, and messages, yeah, which yeah, is cool. and that was yeah. the most requested. I mean, the developers of the apps are gonna have to step up with the landscape themselves. Apple can't yeah. really mess with that. But uh, yeah, I do like landscape. I like typing in landscape most of the time, but I find myself being a lot faster using portrait. I guess I'm just not used to typing in landscape. It's easier. I mess up words, but the T9 in the phone always fixes it for me. Most of the mm -hmm. time. Unless it's some kind of out-of-the-wall word. But, yeah, I always use portrait anyways. I hardly ever use landscape. Uh, and what about apps? Did you get any new app that you uh, want to talk about? Something? Some updates? Uh, yeah. I've got a couple updates that... Uh, caught my eye. Alright, uh, now everybody remembers, you know, iMob. That was kind of out there for a while. I still play it. Uh, call me a loser, but I still play iMob. And it's 3.0 update is pretty sweet looking, but hard to use. Uh, you can't tell where everything is. You, you scroll down. You know, you can't, I'm, like, when I go into this missions tab, I'm scrolling down and I can't tell what I'm looking at because everything's so compacted. Yeah. 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 iMob and Mobsters for MySpace, they are different games, but their concept is basically the same. You know, you'll, you'll click, you know, fight, and it'll say, oh, you lost, oh, you won. Yeah. Alright, well, uh... I got, what's the name? I, I think I got the, the zombie game, which is kind of like the, the mob one. Yeah, iZombie. iZombie, but I haven't played it yet. Zombies Live. And, yeah, um, I just got Leaf Trombone, which I am addicted to it. <laughs> what else? Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, everybody seems to be updating your 3.0 on their apps, but it's not, they're not using, taking advantage of what, uh, 
3.0 uses, and that's the push notification. I want to see push notification, especially on Skype, some of my IM apps that I have. I just want to see it tell me, oh, okay, you, it's push notification, you know, oh, somebody blah 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 has messaged you, and it's going to tell me that. I'd really like to see that, and I haven't seen it happen. That's basically all of the updates on 3.0 that I can think of. Can you think of any more, Clash? No, I think that's it. Uh, there's the the spotlight search. Uh, apparently, YouTube they they improved the YouTube a little. Now you can uh, sign in, rate videos, read and make oh, comments. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I, I don't use YouTube on, on the iPod. I prefer to just go to the I, computer. I never use YouTube either. It's like the last thing I ever use. Yeah, well, it's it's good that it's there, but I, I I just prefer to go to the computer. All right. Well, we are still accepting calls. If you want to be on the podcast, just uh, Skype us at Computer Wiz Seven Twenty. We'll add you to the call, and you can tell us your uh, stuff about 3.0. Do you remember when they released the the last biggest update for the iPhone? It was it was right when the iPod 2G got released, and uh, and the iPhone 3G. I don't know if it's been a year now, but yeah, 2.0. 2.0 is uh, yeah, just about a, it's a little over a year old now. Uh, but you just gotta see. I mean, going from 2.0 to now, how far they've gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my problem with the iPhone is price. That's my only problem with it. I got the iPod Touch because it was way less expensive, and that's because I do not live in the U.S. And prices here in South America are just insane when it comes to technology. I we have the most expensive iPhone in the world. It it goes for twenty two hundred reels, which is kind of like. Uh, one thousand dollars and stuff. Yeah, yeah. one thousand fifty dollars. Yeah, that's a kind of a ridiculous price. Yeah, but that's because I don't know. I think Apple hasn't come up with a with an agreement with Brazilian cell phone companies. Yeah. So and the, the I hope in the future thing, when Apple announced the iPhone 3GS, they said, "Okay, we're gonna give it to we're gonna launch it in eight countries worldwide." Well, they announced the iPhone 3G, I think it was 27 countries they were going to open up with worldwide. So what do you think happened there? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe because this is a third world country, not, not a lot of people have access to uh, technology, I don't know. And when they do, it's like, um, it's like okay, we're gonna, we can put whatever price we want, because people who usually buy this stuff are the people that have our money, but there's a lot of people that I know that can't afford one of those, and they are, they know about technology, they get interested and stuff, but it's just like unreal, it's an unreal price. Yeah. Alright, well, we're gonna add Spin out to the call, talk about 3.0 here. Alright. Yeah, we hear you. Alright, well, I don't know much about 3G, but... I'm thinking about updating to it. Do you have iPod Touch or iPhone? Uh, I have the iPod Touch. iPod Touch? Yeah, uh... So, what do you think about paying $10 for uh, updating? I think it's not bad, but I'm not exactly sure what they have. Like, the new features. All I know is copy and paste. Yeah, it's got copy and paste, spotlight search, which is cool. Not 100% necessary, but cool. And, uh... 
it's got an improved camera and uh, the, the undo feature, which is, again, pretty unnecessary. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Would you say it's worth the $10? Eventually, it's gonna, you're going to have to update, because all the apps are going to be 3.0 only. So. Yeah, that's the only reason I got mine. I've ran into quite a lot. Well, not a lot, but a couple that said they have to be 3.0 to download. Yeah. Yeah, and if you uh, if you win, uh, in the event of you winning the the fifteen dollar iTunes thing, you can I think you can get the update. Yeah, with the with the credits. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. And then you yeah. still have five dollars to spare after that. So. Yeah, and get some like games or whatever. Yeah. So it's a win-win situation. You're running two point two point one right now. Um. Not exactly sure. Whatever one came with the iPod Touch. So when did you get the iPod Touch? Uh, June fourteenth. June fourteenth. So you're running. You're you're running two point two point one. Yeah, uh, most likely. Yeah, it's the second generation, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. All right. Uh, it's pretty good. I I mean, if you don't want to upgrade, uh. You're gonna, you can run some apps. We're gonna stay on 2.0, but it seems like Apple likes to force everybody to update, and that's why they do it with these apps things. It's pretty ingenious. Yeah. Yeah. Is there an app right now that only runs in 3.0? There's a couple. The one yeah, I think that Twitter later one. I think it. Yeah, it was designed. Okay, I don't know if it only runs in 3.0, 3.0, but it was designed for 3.0. So. Yeah, because the, they say iPhone OS 3.0 uh, tested. That basically means that they made it on the new SDK, which means that it is only 3.0. So everybody's starting to do it. Apple's like, okay, just use this new SDK from now on because it's got a lot of new features like push notification and stuff. Yeah, so it's basically going to force all these touch users to upgrade. Yeah, and it was funny because they released the 3GS, right? And I've I've been reading a lot a lot of the speculations on Apple was going to change the design, was going to look different. It's exactly. And the thing just looks the same, which is yeah, which is fine. I think the new features are cool, but yeah. it was fine. Um, I'm gonna wait until the fourth generation comes out because you just know they're gonna release a fourth generation. They're just gonna do it back to back to back. It's just whoever's ahead of the tech curve gets to get it, you know. If your product's outdated, you're ready to buy a new one, you buy it. Then a year later, it's already outdated, and you need to get a new one. And it's kind of a vicious cycle, especially with the iPhone, because they release a new one every year. Yeah. But you just wonder, where can they go from here? And I was saying that two years ago when they first released it. I was saying, where can they go from here? How can they make it better? And they have, so... You're always proven wrong. Yeah, in the Twitter later I'm reading here. Yeah. I'm playing that uh the moron test and moron I'm having a hard time playing it. I, I <laughs> yeah, I saw this half. I still can't beat it. I get to like where it'll say you're kinda smart or whatever and then after that. Yeah, right now I'm getting to the part where um where wants you to like say all the the grocery list or whatever it is, and I'm just failing right there. Cause you have to have like it all memorized. 
Yeah, I remember. That's the one I messed up on, too. Or my... I, I remember somebody messed up on that. My brother might have been the one who... Because, yeah, you have to remember... Memorize the list. Yeah, I want to get a Terminator game. The Terminator game? Yeah, I got the Terminate Me thing, which is kind of cool, but... Yeah, I played the light version of it. It's not bad. Yeah, there's a light version available, yeah. I have to get that. And Flight Control is ahead of Pocket Guide. Flight Control? Yeah, they've been battling it out left and right the entire time. Yeah. The Sims 3. Ten dollars? Ten dollars. EA. I might get the Need for Speed one. Yeah. The Need for, Need for Speed is fun. That was one of the best games I've played on the iPhone. The graphics are great. Um... The Sims 3, I haven't played that one yet. Or is it just The Sims, or is it The Sims 3? The Sims 3, yeah. Whenever it comes to multi-platforms, the portables are the ones who suffer the most. Yeah. I played Spore on the Nintendo DS, and I couldn't play it for like 10 minutes. But see, that's this is where the iPhone kind of takes playing games to a new level. Because yeah. the DS... It has the touch capabilities and the microphone and all that stuff. But, the iPhone has a microphone, but, uh... See, the, the accelerometer on the iPhone is what makes playing games that much special. Because playing that Spore on, uh, the iPhone and you moving the phone around and all that stuff... Um, it was... It was really undeveloped. I didn't really like it. Because mm -hmm. you just got to control, like, the, the cell stage or whatever... But it showed what the iPhone could do, and it's gone a long way since then, obviously. Yeah, you know, uh, when you compare the iPhone with the PSP, they have pretty much the same size of screen. Uh, I think the graphics capability of the iPhone is higher than the PSP, I'm not sure, but I think I've read something about it. The developer and how he writes it, uh -huh. it's easier for the PSP to outsurpass the iPhone. But in cer certain circumstances, if you have a good developer like EA or Maxim or something like that, they can they can make it better than the PSP, and it's a better user experience. Uh huh. And it's more reliable. I don't know. I always thought the PSP was very fragile. Maybe that's because I I really lost the PSP because of like I break my PSP. But I don't know. Uh, I'm, I don't trust Sony that much anymore when it comes to video games. Yeah. Especially after the PS3. Especially after the grill. After the grill. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I heard, okay, there's this guy called John Carmack, and um, he's a big, like, famous game developer. He was the one who came up with the first Wolfenstein 3D. Yeah. He basically invented first-person shooters, and he fell in love with the iPhone. And now... Apparently, he's going to develop a game exclusively, exclusively for the iPhone. And coming from John Carmack, I think it's going to be really great. Yeah, I played the Wolfenstein for the iPhone. It was pretty good. I, the controls were... But it's still... Getting that kind of game, that kind of classic game, onto the iPhone was definitely a monumental moment. For uh, and what about the fact, for example, uh, you have the AIM app now. Uh, it was released June 22nd, and it costs $3. And you have the Skype app, which is free. Yeah. How do you see that? 
Well, that's the AIM Pro app, right? Yeah, the AIM Pro. Yeah, it's... I've always thought of Skype as a more reliable, more user-friendly, uh, uh, instant messaging system. But AIM definitely has the audience. Everybody has an AIM. I'm sure at least two people in this chat board right now have an AIM account, or at least an AOL account. Yeah, I'm guilty there. Yeah, um... So, that's the thing, and uh, I think part of the reason they charge is because it's, it has a lack of ads. Like, mm -hmm. uh, the kind of ridiculous thing on that application, Twitterific, the free version had ads, and the one that cost $10 had no ads. So how do you <laughs> pay that? I mean... What I don't understand is, why would you pay for the AIM for three ninety nine when you can just get, like, I am late, there, I don't think there's any ads on it. Exactly. I'm not really sure. And then you can just use all of them. Yahoo, MSN, AIM, pretty much anything. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got one, the the Fring. The Fring one. It was back before they released the Skype app. It was buggy, but it had no ads and it was free. And it uh placed Skype calls. Pretty cool. And it had MSN, which is kinda like really big here. Everyone in Brazil uh, I don't think I know anyone here who has an AIM account. Skype also, it's complicated. Most of my friends use MSN, and I really don't like it. It's, when it comes to, like, uh, voice chat, it's terrible. It's like, the sound is muffled and stuff. I've been trying to get my friends to, like, change to Skype, but, Maybe I don't know. They won't hear of it. That's the Microsoft, uh... Dominium, I don't know. It's like everyone has MSN. Yeah. One new thing I forgot to talk about they released was that find the find my phone feature where you can actually access where your phone is through the through the internet using mobile me, which you have to pay for it obviously. But it'll say your phone is here and then you can get the op you can you can give it the option to completely erase everything off your phone's hard drive remotely right from your computer if you wanted to but it'll give you the exact GPS location of your iPhone which is pretty cool because if somebody snatched it you can find out where it is yeah I read this story yes yeah, you have to pay for it yeah mobile me account you pay like nine dollars a month oh. yeah I read this story the other day and this lady had her iPhone stolen so the guy who stole her iPhone started using the iPhone to mail um, pictures of himself. So since the iPhone was using this woman's account, she also got the mail. And the guy was mailing his pictures. So all she had to do was like download his picture and send it to the police and they got the iPhone back. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. So the iPhone's obviously pretty secure, and now with this VPN thing, where, uh, it requires a password for you to actually update the phone through mm -hmm. iTunes, and the secure remote VPN that wipes the hard drive, it's becoming a very potential business phone now. It's, it's definitely a contender now. Nobody said that, nobody said it was a contender two years ago. Everybody laughed, oh, this phone's $600, and it doesn't appeal to business customers, but the iPhone, they finally figured out how to make business work, and uh, it's pretty cool. But anyways, it's already uh, 
we are approaching one hour of podcast, right? Yep, and we're going to give away the $15 to one lucky person. Uh, I might get one next week, or not next, we're going to do it bi-weekly, so it'll be the week after that. And give another $15 one away next week, so just keep posted. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to try to get a bigger audience next week. Uh, yeah, and if you guys have know someone that is interested yeah, in the subject, that's interested, be well uh, appreciated. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for calling, Spin Out. Uh, appreciate right, it. Yeah, I'll end the call for me right now. All right, see ya. All right, so uh, I think we've gotten out most everything we need to get out. Yep. So uh, thanks everybody for watching. Uh, this is the Applash Podcast, uh, brought to you by Applash.com. See you next time.